next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who dat and welcome back to Kenosha Conquest Podcast. I'm your host as always, Brennan Ertle. Today I'm going to be talking about the nice Saints win over the Atlanta Falcons. We enjoyed hate week and we end the season sweeping the Atlanta Falcons, sweeping the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and potentially sweeping the Carolina Panthers. The Saints now take a huge lead on the division. The Saints sit at 10-2, the Bucs right behind them at 7-5, and and uh, the Falcons and Panthers are sharing that last place spot at 4-8. and eight. Uh, All due respect to Carolina and Teddy Bridgewater, um, but the Atlanta Falcons, they deserve to be down there. With this win, the Saints also sit atop the NFC at 10-2. The Packers are right behind them at 9-3. It's looking like the Packers aren't going to lose another game, but also looking like the Saints might not lose another game. And it might come down to who loses a final game or who drops one that they shouldn't. Not looking too far into the future, the Saints beat these Falcons 21-16. It really shouldn't have been more, and it felt like the Saints dominated this game, and they did, and they let them fight back a little bit. But a win's a win, good, bad, ugly, beautiful, I don't care how. If you can beat a divisional opponent, and you can sweep a divisional opponent in three weeks, there you go. It's all that matters. Coming into this game, of course the Saints did not have Drew Brees. Taysom Hill started at quarterback. They were missing Janoris Jenkins, Marcus Davenport, Tron Armstead, all Pro Bowl level guys, and guys that have produced um, very well this season and that have been big parts to wins. And not having those guys really kind of hurt them. And it felt like the Falcons into this game were a little bit healthier than they were last time. Uh, Julio Jones had a great game. Um, it looked like his hamstring wasn't bothering him as much as it was last week or last time we played them. Todd Gurley had a knee issue, and he didn't really have that big of an impact. But coming into Atlanta in a away game, yes, it's the Atlanta Falcons, and we hate them, but they are a good team. They're not a bad football team. They have a great offense, and that defense flies around and makes plays. I think the Saints did a good job of finding a way to get a win and get out of there, and they're on a Philadelphia. First off, I want to talk about this offense a little bit, and I thought they had a pretty good game. Um, they, they, they did a great job of getting into Atlanta territory. And once they kind of hit that point, they kind of stalled. Uh, we had a turnover or Taysom fumble. We had a missed kick and, uh, multiple miscues that ended in punts. And it just felt like every time they kind of crossed that midfield, they didn't have any problem getting to midfield. But the second they crossed it, the, the, the offense started to stall a little bit. And Sean Payton said he didn't love his play calling at times. And there was definitely some mistakes but it felt like the Saints should have dropped anywhere from 30 to 40 points on this team. And they only got 21. And yes, it's 21 points, but it's much lower than their average of 30. 
And Taysom's only started three games this year, and he, he's tied for third in the NFL in fumbles, for quarterback fumbles. He's got nine fumbles. He's fumbled the ball nine times. If he wants to be the quarterback of the future, if he wants to be the quarterback tomorrow, he's got to stop fumbling. Sean Payton has even gone to Twitter and said, um, someone said, we got to fix the fumbling problem. And he says, you're preaching to the choir. That there is a major fumbling problem with him. Don't really know why. His hand size isn't ideal for an NFL starting quarterback, but that hasn't been a problem his whole career when he's been rushing the football or catching the football. That hasn't been an issue. And all of a sudden this year, um, I don't know if it's a loss of focus or worrying about other things, but he's fumbled the ball way too many times. In the past three games, he's all he's fumbled every single game. Multiple times, too. And that, it, besides that, I think he played pretty well. I mean, you go to Twitter and all these analysts are calling a, t- a Taysom Hill tight end start at quarterback. 232 yards, two touchdowns for a tight end. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's great numbers. It's almost better than Matt Ryan had. He had more touchdowns, and Matt Ryan only two for threw for uh, 273. Not bad. Besides the fumbles, I think it was a great game for Taysom. I think it was a big step forward from last week. I know circumstances weren't really in his favor in terms of standing out and looking good. But I, I besides the fumbles, besides the missed throw to Jared Cook that was a little bit behind him, I think he had a great game. And if Drew Brees is in that game, I don't know if the same result happens of scoring 21 points. They might get more. They might get less. But he's done a great job filling in for him. And these past few years, Sean Payton's 8-0. And a great opportunity to go 9-0 without a, without a starting quarterback, without Drew Brees, with Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. And I think that is a salute to, to Sean Payton finding good plays for these quarterbacks. But it's, we can kind of take a deep breath on who's going to be the quarterback of the future. Because if we got Sean Payton, he'll make it work. He'll make whoever is the quarterback work. Whether it's Taysom, Jameis, or if it's a rookie in the, in the draft class. I think they'll make it work on whoever's that quarterback. They did a great job of maximizing Taysom's ability to run and to move out of the pocket. There were some scenarios where if Drew was in, it probably would have been a sack. But Taysom is able to move his feet, and he used that as an advantage. He ended like a 40-yard run. He's been doing a great job at extending the play. His performance, in my opinion, was good enough to get a win. The fumbling is the only thing I'd be concerned about. But besides that, the running attack, if the Saints can keep running the football how they're running it, and the defense keeps playing how they're playing. Super Bowl ring. 207 yards on the ground. 88 for Kamara. 83 for Taysom Hill. And 17 for Tavis Murray. The one thing I don't like about that is that Tavis only had 5 carries in this game. And it was a game where the Saints had a lead for the majority of the game. And majority of the game it was a double score lead. Murray needs to get more targets. And I know Taysom was playing okay. But it Murray needs the football more. Especially if you want Kamara healthy in January. When you're playing these tough playoff games. I also love the emergence of Michael Thomas. I feel like this was one of his better games. He had 9 receptions for 105 yards. Still hasn't found that touchdown in the year yet. But I know it's coming. He was getting to a zone this game. Uh, Taysom was, has said before. like I don't, It doesn't matter who I'm throwing to. Because I got Michael Thomas. I mean he's going to be my, my favorite target. Because he catches everything. And it felt like he was unguardable. Um, in this game, whether he's, he was open or guarded, he was he's going to catch football no matter what. And Trey Quan had that wide open touchdown because of a play they added late. They saw someone film. Sean saw something, and they had those crossers with Michael Thomas. Literally, like three or four guys went with him, and then Trey Quan pops wide open for an easy touchdown. It was Taysom's first 
of the season. And Emmanuel Sanders also had five receptions for 39 yards. So getting those guys into a rhythm will definitely be key, whether it's Drew or Taysom or whoever else. Getting those three guys locked in is key. One guy I want to see more from is definitely Jared Cook. Yes, he had three receptions for 28 yards, and that's a good Falcons joke, 28-3. But he had a crucial fourth down drop, which was in Atlanta territory. And it was like borderline field goal range, but Will Lutz was just coming off that um, hurt hamstring off the kick before. So they kind of needed to go for it. And that just drop just can't happen. It was a perfect ball right where it needed to be. And you catch it, go down, it's first down, and you just couldn't hang on to it. I know Taysom's got some major zip on the football that he's not used to seeing from other quarterbacks, especially Drew, but you got to catch that football. And it's been multiple times this year with Jared Cook. Uh, we go back to Tampa Bay, the fumble on the one-yard line. Just mistakes that can't happen, especially if you're not getting many opportunities. You're not going to get many more if you keep dropping and fumbling the football. Overall, not the most Perfect performance from the offense, but still they got the job done. 21 points is 20 points. Flipping over to the defensive side of the football, this is the side of the football I've been excited to talk about. And it's because they've given up one touchdown in 15 quarters. That is a franchise record. They went 14 quarters without giving up a touchdown. Finally got one late in that Falcons game. Really felt like they shouldn't have, but they were banged up. They're onto their third string corner. PJ Williams guarding Julio Jones. Yes. P.J. Williams was guarding Julio Jones, and the Falcons had 16 points. 16. They had Marshawn on Calvin Ridley. Wasn't Marshawn's best day. Calvin always really seems to uh, be the one that beats Marshawn the most. Mike Evans not being that one at all. But Calvin Ridley has Marshawn's number. That's one of the few wide receivers that do. But overall, they had a great game. They had a great game. They only scored nine points until late in that game with the touchdown. It felt like they shouldn't have scored, but the offense didn't take, really take care of the football. After a turnover, they went down and scored. That Taysom fumble resulted in a touchdown. And this defense is rolling. The best player in this game, on both sides of football, in my opinion, was DeMarlo Davis. He had a huge impact. He had nine tackles in this game. Two basically ended the game. That one where he absolutely destroyed Todd Gurley. Uh... That lost six, seven yards that put him out into that fourth down. And the play before stuffed Todd Gurley uh, and didn't he didn't gain a yard. And those two plays put the Falcons in a fourth and long. Couldn't couldn't get it with Julio, just chucked it up, couldn't get it. Uh, they had an opportunity later on. But DeMar Davis has been, in my opinion, and in many other people's opinion, the best linebacker in football. At least the best inside linebacker in football. He is phenomenal. Doesn't really make many mistakes, and he's the leader of this defense. Him, Quan Alexander, Zach Bond, and Alex Anzalone played a lot in this game too. But they are starting to take their game to the next level. And if they continue to play like how they're playing, I keep saying it, it's going to result in a Super Bowl ring. That Saints defense made Atlanta one-dimensional. And they only rushed for 7 yards on the ground. Their main rusher being Edo Smith with 36 yards. Receiving-wise, they had 273, of course. Ridley had over 100. Julio Jones had close to 100 but you're missing, first off, your number one corner on the outside, Janoris Jenkins. And then, P-Rob isn't a bad backup. He left in the first quarter of this game. And then you're stuck with P.J. Williams, who has been not horrible. not Definitely not horrible, because he's playing in the inside more. And that's really where he fits in. He's more of a, 
a more of a safety kind of nickel corner. But putting him outside brings back nightmares to all of us. I am sure everyone remembers last time P.J. Williams was guarding Callum Ridley. That's why he followed Julio Jones the whole game. And in my opinion, he held his own. Yes, he gave that big, um, that big play to Julio. But you're asking a lot to a guy who definitely isn't a starting NFL cornerback. And he's guarding arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He's not expecting it all week long. He doesn't think he's going to play. And then he's guarding Julio Jones. So shout out to uh, P.J. Williams. He also recovered a fumble that uh, Carl Granison had. And it wasn't initially called a fumble. And he went and jumped on it. And that was a huge swing in the game. And this defense needs to continue to play at this high of a level. And going to Philadelphia isn't going to be a cakewalk. They have a, they definitely have a good team. Don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback. We'll be getting you guys later with a preview of that game. But then you got the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is the real test of this defense. These past three, four, five weeks, the Saints have arguably been the best defense in the NFL. And I'm talking over the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've been better than them. The key for the rest of the season, whether Drew Brees or Taysom Hill starting at quarterback or even Jameis Winston, that defense, if that defense continues to fly around and make so many plays and get hype and celebrations in the end zone, this team's going to go far. And by far, I mean 14-2, first round bye in a Super Bowl if they keep playing how they're playing. Getting Drew Brees back will be huge. He's rumored to be able to practice slash play this week. I wouldn't even do that. Let Taysom play this week. You're playing the Eagles. Get Drew back next week against, against Kansas City. And let's go in a Super Bowl. That'll wrap it up for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Me and Nate will be coming at you guys later this week with a preview about this Eagles game, who's starting at quarterback, the injury report, and so on and so on. We will be catching you guys later. Again, I'm Brennan Ertle. Hit me up on Twitter anytime you guys want. Enjoy this W. Enjoy Victory Monday. Saints win 21-16. Who that? Who that? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop. Don't